welcome back to the Sam Antics Podcast. He's Matt, I'm Sam. He is a man that loves a bright coloured hat. And I'm not, and that's just the way it is. <laughs> how, how long did it take you to think of that one then? Um, it's just been a constant thing now that you've changed your profile picture from Facebook to you in that really brightly coloured winter hat. Um, oh, with the, uh, with the sports team that rhymes with... Uh... Sadie's. It does not rhyme with Mercedes at all. I said p, p- Mercedes. It's oh, not no, wait, Mercedes it's... hat. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, rhymes um... with rhymes with McLaren. McCarran. McCarran. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McCarran. Uh, oh, yeah, welcome. Brightly coloured. We got a brightly coloured um, winter hat. I I I'd like. I love my winter hat. Mm. Uh, shout out to. Uh, a member of the uh, Polar Pals, Polar Pals, um, who I bought that from. Very so good. there we go. Uh, we are back with. Is this episode twelve? It is episode twelve. Wow! I know we've hit the dozen mark. Incredible. Um, um, and we haven't been cancelled yet. People haven't asked to cancel us. That's always good. Well, I mean, that's always a blessing, isn't it? Um, so, Cobra, how have you been this week? So this is actually one of those really, really where you don't actually know the answer to the question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, this week I've been on a bit of a hiatus from life, really, social media, um, and I haven't been in touch with anyone, to be honest. Um, yes, Glenn just... and I were very concerned. Yeah, I know, I did. I just had one of those few, I just had a couple of days where I just needed to clear my head and um, I think I've been just been kind of kicking everything that's happened or, and that I found out recently and stuff just down the road and not really addressed it. So I've just taken a few days to kind of see where I'm at and kind of have to have a think about what, where I am at in my, my headspace and my life and stuff. So it's been an educational week. Been a bit of a tough one, I won't lie, but it's been a bit of education. Um, but uh, how have you been this week? I've been worried about me. Oh, well, I mean, nothing. <laughs> the same as always, to be honest. Uh, busy at work, busy outside of work, trying to basically just keep my mind occupied uh, and have things to, to do and think about. Yeah, that's it, really. Nothing else really to report. I, um, we saw, oh, I, did, I tell you what, I have got to go. I have got out of the cupboard my PlayStation 2. What? Yes. Um, I've also got a little steering wheel with it. Um, oh, oh, my God. Oh, you're going to say it, aren't you? I've got... Um, there are three games that I'm playing at the moment. I've got them next to me here. One game that I want to hear, and if I don't okay. hear it, I'm going... Okay. If I say it, are we going to sing the song? Depends on what uh, we're thinking of two very different ones, so probably okay. <laughs> so, the first, first game I'm playing is arguably still the greatest Gran Turismo game ever <gasps> Gran Turismo 4. Yes, oh, was that, was that the one oh, you were gonna say? What a game! I oh, I thought you were gonna say a different one. No, no, I love the uh, I love the map that's where they're in the mountains and you go through that like Italian village, it's a real like hilly. Yes. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah, absolutely I love it. 
Um, the second game I'm playing is Juiced. Okay, yeah, quite a good game, that one. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the third game I'm playing, so Gobba, is arguably the greatest Need for Speed game ever created. Oh, hang on, Underground. Need for Speed Underground 2. Oh. It is... If they ever did a remaster of this game, oh my god. 100%. Like, do you remember they um, released God of War remastered? Yes. That was the amount of people that were talking to me about ga- like gaming and stuff, and they were like, yeah, I, I, as soon as that came, the second it came out, I bought it. The second that came out, I bought it. If they released Need for Speed Underground, I don't think, I think it would be like trying to get a PS5. You just wouldn't be able to. I mean, do you know the best thing about PlayStation 2 as well? I don't know if the sound's going to pick it up here, but we'll have a go. So it comes in what God, people is, probably don't cry. know what this is, but this is called a case. This used to be where what your games came in rather than downloading them. <laughs> and then what you do is you you it makes a little sound as you open it. That oh. is the sound of you opening the case, and inside you will find a disc, a CD disc, a CD um, ROM, a CD ROM, if you like. Um, on that is on the right hand side and then above that there is a little holder for the playstation 2 memory card which is oh just my God, i forgot about that yep and then on the left hand side of the uh sleeve packet um is a little booklet because games back then came with a little booklet was this now now some games came with an instruction wait for the sound wait for the sound that was me doing it back up Oh, Hello, see. welcome to AS- ASMR <laughs> with Sam Attics. No, do you remember? So some of them used to come with like an instruction booklet of like, these are the controls, these are different screens. Um, however, some of them used to come, do you remember some of them used to come with um, games that they're, go- that they're going to be released in the future? Like a, um, like a prologue type thing? Like a, basically like an, like an Amazon Catalog, uh, Amazon Argos catalog. Argos, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but like a, an Argos catalog, but just for up and coming games. I don't remember this. So sometimes it would be tucked in behind the like, instruction manual, and oh, the, the uh, it was just like a single sleeve, yes, like a yeah, single yeah. Peter pa- yeah, 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 I do remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, so obviously, as Christmas is just around the corner, I used to go around and circle the games that I wanted from that. And then go through the Argos, the Argos catalogue and circle like, the toys and stuff I wanted as well. Absolute scenes. Back in the Those days. Were the days. Those were the days. Not a where... worry in the world. No, just rocking out the cassette player uh, with three different colours. Blue, green and yellow. And you don't even give a crap. But nowadays... I mean, a cassette that you used to have to turn over. There was a side A and a side B. Exactly. Exactly. And if you want to rewatch, And if you want to listen to... Um, uh, if you wanted someone, to, if you wanted to like, what's it called? Rewind. No, 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 no. If you wanted to record something, like put audio on a cassette, did you ever have to do that? No, I never did that. Oh, you didn't do that. Oh my god. God. And VCRs, man, died. Remember them? VCR. This is just got the the very retro edition of Sam Antics Oscars. I used to basically. This won't surprise you, so but when mm. I was a young child, um, I didn't have many friends. So if the friends I did have were not able to come out and play, mm. uh, I used to just watch um, different videos that I had. 
but videos as in on a literal videos on a VCR. Actual like like you're like you're you're posting a letter through a letterbox. You had to feed it through. And when you hit pause, it never actually paused, it just bounced. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I remember I used to I used to because back then the bill was still on TV and I used to watch the bill on a Wednesday and Thursday and record it on my VCR. Mm. So then like in a few months time, I could then watch it again. <laughs> See, this won't surprise you. I, I, I also did not have many friends growing up. Um, so I had in my room, um, a, I think, I think it was me in my room. It might not have been, but basically I had a TV with a VCR built in. Oh, Yes. And was it like my, a box TV? Yeah, proper box, proper box TV. But uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on DC. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yes. Oh, I'm oh. Trying to think what else I had. Um, I had a. I know one of my favorite things was um, one of my favorite films when I was growing up was uh, Basil the Great Mouse Detective, mm. and. My favourite TV show, although I don't think it ever actually got finished, so I think there's only like a few episodes. But it was, uh, I think, Eni Blyton wrote it as an as a book, and then it yeah. got made into a TV program. It was the Adventures of the Magical Wishing Chair. Okay, have you I ever heard of, heard of that? I've never heard of that. Oh my god! It was um, I was just obsessed. Um, and what else? I used to really Bear in the love Blue House. Bear in the Blue. <laughs> I still it's like, it's like, all right, this is you're you're going to be you're going to be ashamed. Ashamed. I still know two songs: the opening song and the goodbye song. I know them off by heart. Still at the age of twenty six and a half. But no, that's not sad. That is not that is, anything to be ashamed of. That is that. dedication. It's dedication to the good old days. Yes. Like, I'm not going to sing it on no, the no, podcast. No. no, but no. I'll do a dramatic reading if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another day. Maybe another okay. day. But, uh, uh, so, Bear in the Big Blue House. But also, so I... <laughs> this Again, you're probably going to be ashamed of me. So, as a child, mm. I used to have um, dreams... Not those kind of dreams. Um, <laughs> just in case we were wondering. Just in case you were wondering. Um, so, Robert, did you ever watch the greatest children's TV show ever? Oh. Bernard's Watch. But, oh, my fucking yes. Okay, yes. so I used to dream, and as a kid, like, going around school, I used to pretend that I was Bernard from Bernard. How much did you want to be Bernard from Bernard's Watch? I want that, and also, um, oh, do you remember Queen's Nose? See, I yeah, I I know of it, but I never used to watch it. I think what it was is back then you didn't have five hundred and fifty-four different TV channels. No, you didn't. You had ITV, BBC One, BBC Two, Channel Four, and Channel Five, and yeah. I always used to watch ITV. I think the Queen's uh, okay. Nose was BBC. It was it? BBC, yeah, it was. But it, oh, straight after, I think it was straight after. It was uh, Raven. Did you ever Raven. watch that? <laughs> Let the challenge begin. begin. <laughs> the way of the warrior. Yes. 
my god. Oh, what a show. What a show. I, I honestly want them to just bring it back. I don't care. Like... I thought they were going to bring it back. I'm sure I read that they were the, the BBC, uh, the British Broadcasting Corporation, for anyone that is not in the United Kingdom. Um, I'm sure I read that they were doing a re. re hmm. um, let me check. Hang on. Because I remember, obviously, Raven was basically this game show where they brought kids on. Imagine, like, Ninja Warrior, but for kids. And also, sort of like a... It was terrifying, life. because you, you, like, you, you just... At the end, like, if you didn't do it properly, you just got eliminated. You were just gone. You disappeared forever. Didn't... That is very true. But didn't um, ITV, didn't they have a version of it? But it was, like, in a jungle with monkey statues. Oh, so clever. I Jungle called? Run. Was that it? Fucking Jungle Run with uh, what's his name? I know exactly who you mean. I know. Michael Underwood. Yes, Michael Underwood. Yes. Oh, my... Jungle Run is incredible. But again, people got knocked out and they just went, didn't they? That's more like Crystal Maze, though, wasn't it? Well, they didn't. They didn't get knocked out. If they they went, if they they would have got locked in in the in the in the temple at the end. How was that? Um, that was literally like Crystal Maze, but for kids. Pretty much. Probably where the idea for uh, Jungle Run Country was like the Crystal Maze. And they yeah. needed to... Um... Oh, Matt Dyer. This reminiscing. We, I'm we trying to think of other TV up, shows. We, we grew up in a great era for TV, didn't we? Oh, definitely. We, we were the, the, one of the greatest eras, I think. Art and Attack, Dick and Dom like, in the Bungalow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could never get away with that, could they? Arthur. Arthur. And I say, hey, hey, <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> kind of day. <laughs> you can learn to watch and play, and get along oh, with each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, thank wow. you for joining us down that uh, <laughs> reminiscing journey, journey down memory lane there. And now we're back in 2021. Um, uh, it's all gone to shit, really, hasn't it? It's let's all gone not, to shit. Let's not sugarcoat it. Oh, the reason why they won't bring back Raven, Matt Dyer, is because of you know, safety and all that, health and safety have gone mad. Well, I mean... Can't, can't put um, little kids in a forest dressed in medieval uniform. They probably can't have a raven anymore because that's not a gender that they associate with anymore. I think raven's more of a, a uh, wizard, so... You're a wizard raven. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a what? A wizard. A really good one. <laughs> Hang on, we did roles reverse there. It's I, don't, I don't even think it was any good. No, not really. Anyway. Anyway, that's how I am, so Grubber. Oh. And well, once again, that was a very long intro. But that was worth it. We've got smiles on our faces. Let's get into the rest of the podcast. So Grubber. Yes. So I'm not sure if you're aware, but on the old Instagrams at the moment, there is a trend where you put your name into okay. Urban Dictionary. Oh, God, that's a risk. <laughs> and see what it says about you. And I thought for the podcast today, we mm -hmm. would give that a go. I'm up for that. Well, um, right, I've just gone Urban Dictionary. Um, okay, have you done yours already? I have done mine, yes. Okay, right. You read yours out while I just put up UrbanDictionary.com. <clears throat> Not plug. Hashtag head. 
Okay, so Matt, what does Matt mean in Urban Dictionary? Matt will make the best boyfriend slash guy friend ever with their big brown eyes and heart-melting smile. It's hard not to fall for them. They are different in a beautiful way, even though they've had a bad past. You'll never know it. They are really strong people, and they change for the better. They are there when you need them, and they value their friendships. They like to look good and dress well. Handsome and charming. Very successful at life, and they make great dads. Known to be players, but when they well, not <laughs> <laughs> known to be players, but when they meet the special girl, they're solid. Oh. Mats come off as tough and solid, but deep down, their soft side comes out, and you see the sweet gentleman in them. They're not popular, but they're not a loner either. Friends love them, and guys want to be him. They have a really laid-back attitude about themselves, but at the same time, they can be the life of the party. Even though they can be a jerk at times, they mean well and they are really, they, and they really, that they've not written this properly, and they really are the nicest guys ever. If you have a mat, don't let him go. No one else compares. Oh, that's kind of accurate. Few things I would like to uh, say about this, Agor. <laughs> Proceed. Um, that's most of that is all very true about me. It is, yeah. And yet here I am, still single, on my own. <laughs> That's because uh, people have read this and thought you were a player. Oh, I think it's because uh, no girls seem to want to be with me, so God, and the ones I do pick... Uh, yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, what was the other thing you wanted to say about it? Well, it's all very true, uh, except um, the bit here so God, that says, uh, known to be players. Uh, I am not a player. This is very true. Yes. Um, also, where it says they can be the life of the party. I can be the life of parties, Sagora. Well, let's, mm-hmm. let's be honest, okay? Yeah. When we all meet up, me, you, Glenn, Ash. And the BN. And the BN, you know. If yeah. Matt Dyer wasn't there, there would be no party. This is true. Me and Glenn probably just sit and play FIFA. Yeah. But as soon as Matt Dyer's there, everyone is relaxed. There is joking. There's banter. You do know. you remember? Do you remember the last party that we had uh, back in the hashtag Man Bun days for me? I do. I mean, yeah. in fact, I have a video of that night, Sagora. I my background, on my phone is the three of us. Um, like always, because that night uh, we did a whole video shoot of you pretending to do shots. Um, <laughs> Yes, and I never, we never put them together, did we? <laughs> no, that might be a little project I do later at some later time. Um, but also, you made me and Glenn drink that night, and also, and every time me and Glenn play beer pong, we get you to put up the um, cups because obviously you don't drink, so you don't know measurements and things. Uh, no. But you always make them taste so good. Well, not a little bit strong sometimes. Yeah. So Glenn, Glenn will confirm. Okay, so I. Uh, this was years ago. Um, I went round to Glenn's when he was still living at his parents. And I, so he had a variety of different uh, alcohol and, um, yeah. you know, 
the stuff that goes with it. Um, so I said, oh, I'll try and try and make a uh, a, a cocktail uh, for, it. and I I reinvented uh, Sex on the Beach, Sakura, and oh, yeah. Glenn will confirm. It was it was the greatest sex on the beach he's ever had, <laughs> and you were the one to give it to him, and I and I was the one to give him that sex on the beach. <laughs> uh, um, so I seem to have, for the, although I don't drink, I seem to have a really good knack at um, just making alcoholic beverages that taste really good. So I can confirm this if you are. Let me just put my plug out here, Sakura. No, oh, yeah, cool. If you are a lady are looking a... Hang on, let me just read the Urban Dictionary thing. A here. lady looking... What? I, I, <laughs> if, if you are a lady and you are looking for a boyfriend slash guy friend that is the best ever and really handsome and charming and the life and soul of a party and just... If you have a mat, don't ever let him go. No one ever compares. And you also want one that's really good at making alcoholic beverages that you can drink until you're absolutely paralytic because I have no interest in drinking it. Hit me up. Yeah, I, I am Sam Cropper and I confirm this is true. <laughs> you are Sam Cropper. <laughs> Thanks for letting <laughs> us know your name. Um, Sam Cropper, have you got your uh, Urban Dictionary name? I have. Are you ready? Go for it. Sam has a really, really, really big... No! Life. Okay. Um, uh, Sam, sexy-ass motherfucker. Uh, the actual one that's got like, actual like, text to it is... Um, Sam is the most low-key dude you will ever meet. It, sorry, it's really bothering me. Meat is spelt as in the, the food instead of... Well, as in chicken and beef. As in... One picture now is a, is, is a pork steak. Um, oh, a nice steak. Mm. Sam is the most low-key dude you will ever stake. (laughs) 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 He is hilarious. Always always make you laugh, no matter what mode you're in. So basically, like, like, like a croc, if you're in a sports mode or Casual mode. Sorry, <laughs> I still like can't stop. Oh, As you can tell, there are a few spelling mistakes, but yeah, I still approve of the overall message. Um, Sam is super sexy and hot. He is so fly, he can get any girl he wants or guy. Well, it's the twenty-first century, so cool. He's done it for the the rhyme. Oh, okay. There's a wink after, and I'm really uncomfortable about it. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. They've actually done the semicolon and end parentheses, so it's a bit like psycho vibes, just put an emoji there, mate. Anyway. (laughs) He's just built different. Sam is a man. Sam will always be there for you, no matter what. He will never back down from a challenge. He will knock people out with one punch, because he'll have your back. Sam is just OMG. Well, oh. overall message, apart from the meat part, um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I approve that message, generally. So if you are a female... No, I'm not going to plug on. 
Oh dear. There we go. There was our little, uh, yeah, little section for today. Mine was um a bit weird how it jumped from old, sort of older, um, slang, as in like so fly, to twenty twenty one Gen Z built different. Well, yes. (laughs) It's now time to go and visit our friend Sokopa, as we go to our segment. Story time with Sam. Now gather around, everyone. This week, uh, we're doing something a little bit different, Matt. Oh, okay. So, I've got one which is a humorous story. Okay. I've got one which is for... So basically, while I was going through Reddit, I was trying to find sort of funny things, that kind of thing, and then kind of... Basically, the whole story is, I was on Reddit, I was looking through it, then I stumbled on a higher subreddit which is about um uh, married people opening up their relationships and cheating and i got sad so then i moved on to a more positive side of reddit okay um, i found um this guy posted it, it was like eight years ago but it's four rules to ha- um be more positive and have like more more of a positive mindset mm-hmm. so i've done that and also okay. i have a short very very short Spoken word poem that I would like to read out. Oh, yeah, I told you, play different, isn't it? Well, I mean, I've, I've, I'm almost getting ready to turn the podcast off. I mean, I'm, a, I'm almost offended. No, I'm Absolutely, um, scenes. <laughs> what? Uh, which one would you like to do first, sir? Uh, I'll do the rules because they're quite, you know. But yeah, I'll do it. So basically, just for context, this guy's written it quite humorously, and I'm going to just read them out as he's written them, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. So, rule number one. There are no more zero days. What's a zero day? A zero day is when you don't do a single fucking thing towards whatever dream or goal or want or whatever that you've got got going on. There are no more zeros. Now, I'm not saying you need to bust an essay out every day. That's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is that you don't have to make yourself promise yourself that the new system you live on is a non-zero system. Didn't do anything all fucking day and it's 11.58pm. Write one sentence. Do one push-up. Read one page for that chapter. Just one. Because one is not zero. When you're in the super vortex of being bummed out, your pattern behaviour is keeping the vortex going. It's what you're used to. Turning into productivity, ultimate, an ultimate master of the universe, doesn't happen from that vortex. It happens from a massive string of consistent non-zeros. And that's rule number one. Do not forget it. Rule number two. Be grateful for the three U's. The three means? What does that mean? That sounds like mumbo jumbo bullshit. Newsflash. There are three U's, home slice. There's past you, present you, and future you. If you want to love someone, and have someone love you back, you've got to learn to love yourself. And the yous are key. Be grateful to the past for the positive things you've done, and do favours for the future you that you would do for your best bro. Feeling like shit today? Stop a second. Think of a good decision that you made yesterday. Salad and tuna instead of a Big Mac? Thank you, younger me. 
was yesterday and no zero day because you wrote 200 words because that's all you can muster thank you younger me saved up some money over time to buy that sweet thing you wanted thank you younger me the second part of three means is you've got to do your future self a favor just like you would for your best fucking friend in the entire world you have to tired as hell and can't get off reddit video games the webs fuck you present self this one's for the future me now i don't actually understand this next part my darling will but it says i'm going to rock out a p90x ab ripper x for 17 minutes um, i feel like that's... i what i don't know so i'm gonna a p90x ab ripper x i don't know i really don't know i feel like it's a workout i feel like it's an ab workout but anyway moving on I'm doing this one for future me. So, okay, I'm going to rephrase that. Fuck you, present self. This one's for future me. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm doing this one for future me. Alarm clock goes off and bed is too comfy. Fuck you, present self. This one's for my best friend, the future me. I'm going to get up and go for a five kilometer run. Make sure you thank your old self for rocking out at the end of every single thing that makes your life better. The cycle of doing something for someone else, the future you, and thanking someone for the good in your life, the past you, is key to building gratitude and productivity. Over time, you should spread the gratitude to others who help you on your path. Minus the un... Minus, like, not understanding that little part of it and the way that this has been written. I'm halfway through. What are your thoughts? Um... A lot of it, you kind of think back to your own personal self. Um, so but... in my hiatus, I read this on the second day. And it honestly rang true. Because the amount of times I think, oh, it'll be so much easier to do this meal instead of actually taking time to make a more healthy meal. Or it was so easy to get this version of a meal deal with a high sugar drink, a really um, carb heavy lunch with with a bag of crisp um, and not get any fruit. Well, actually, I'll feel better in the present because I'm helping the future version. If I change that sugary drink to a smoothie, change that um, bag of crisps to a bag of apples. You know, it's Little things like that, which I think would help someone in my headspace as I was, and obviously, I'm hoping other people as well. Yeah, as, uh, I hear what you're saying, but I, I mean, I, I did some of this actually in, in my coursework earlier on, yeah. and like the problem is, is when you're having a bad mental health day, decisions are so much more difficult. Like, for example, I know that if I come home from work and I've had a relatively good day I'm either yeah. going to cook something or I'm going to have something that's like relative, relatively good for dinner mm. but if I've had a really really shit day the intention is I'm going to have something good or whatever but by the time I get to it I'm like fuck it I'll just order this yeah no I 100% agree um, so the the, yeah. the the little decisions although the, you know it's it's a good thing to you know change everything that you need to change and, and, and whatever. But as we both know, 
sometimes getting those little decisions, like when, when you're struggling so much, is so difficult that you take the easy road rather than the difficult road because that's how you're feeling at the time. Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree, especially when it comes to like food and comfort. Um, but I, I tend to think, well, yeah, I know it's only been like a couple of days, but what I have been thinking is, it, it, the decisions I'm making now, would I want Matt to be feeling that the future effect of it, would I want Matt to be feeling that? For example, let's say, um, as, as you know, I struggle with um, eating, just generally. Not, I don't have an eating disorder, I just, some days I eat a lot, some days I don't eat much. But on the days that I don't eat much, I think it gets to, you know, uh, I don't know, say six o'clock in the evening and I've not eaten anything. I think if I, I need to have something because I need to like, make sure I eat something, but would what decision would I make that would that Matt would, for example, be better if that was the person that was going to be taking over from my life the next day? And the answer is always, you know, a good meal um, and hydrating myself and almost going to sleep, but with the mindset of waking up as your best friend, that's the mindset that I've taken. Because as we know from previous podcasts, I am not the biggest fan of myself. My brain isn't the fan of myself. So doing little changes like that for me is helping me become the best person I can be in the present. Does that make sense? I will carry on with these. There's two more. Rule number three, forgive yourself. I mean it. Maybe you got all the know-how, the money, the ability, strength, and talent to do whatever it is that you want to do. But let's say you still didn't do it. Now you're giving yourself shit for not doing what you need to do. Be who you want to be. Heads up, champ. Being disappointed in yourself causes you to be less productive. Tried your best and have a no zero day, and it failed. So what? Forgive your previous self. I forgive you. But today, day, is that non-zero masterpiece. To the best of my ability for my future self. Forgiveness. Use it. I forgive you. The final rule is easiest, as it's only three words. Exercise and books. That's it. Pretty standard advice, but when you do exercise daily, you actually get smarter. When you, ex- when you exercise, you get high from the endorphin. When you exercise, you clear your mind. You are doing your future self a huge favour. Exercise a leg on a three-legged stool. As for books, almost every fucking thing we've all ever thought of, or felt, or gone through, wanted, wanted to know, or whatever, has been figured out by someone else. Get some books. Posting to Reddit about not caring about yourself. Good first step. No zero day. Thanks, younger me, for typing it out. You know what else you could do? Read Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Read Emotional Intelligence. From Good to Great. Read Thinking Fast and Slow. Read books that will help you understand. Read the Bodyweight Fitness Reddit to incorporate it into your workouts. Reading is the fucking warp whistle from Mario, Super Mario 3. It gets you to that next level so much faster. That's the end of the rules. As a whole, do so. So to summarize, it'll be do one thing every day, just one. It doesn't matter if it is the tiniest thing. 
turning up for work, out, turning up for work, taking the rubbish out, doing one thing, just do one. Number two, think about the good things that have happened in your life to get you to that point, and think about what you could do to better yourself in the future. Number three, forgive your past mistakes. Give the errors you've made leading to you to this point because they've led you to this point. And the final one is exercise and get it learning, get intelligent. Even if you're just going through Instagram, but you find a little, um, uh, you find a post that is about something that can help you or something that you're interested in. Just read it instead of scrolling on past. The next, I'll do this story next, but this is a humorous one, and it's quite quick. And then after this, we've got a really quick poem, okay? And this one's entitled, Taking This One to My Grave. So right now, my fiancé and I are currently living with her parents. We're looking to buy a home of our own around the springtime. I am 25, and she is 26. So, so, her father has had an alcohol problem for a long time, and the doc basically told him if he continues to drink like that, it will kill him. So he has to quit. But every now and again, he'll come home messed up. So we know he sneaks it in here, here and there. Well, last night, I got home from work, and I noticed his big coffee cup in the fridge. He never puts it in there. So I smelt it, and I took two small sips, and it tasted like alcohol. So I thought. I then proceeded to add a shit ton of malt vinegar into it while he was in the bathroom at like 3.30 in the morning. You know, to teach him a lesson. Like, hey, maybe don't, maybe don't drink. So I'm at work today, and this is what I got in my inbox from my fiancé. Me. You called? Fiancé. Yes, OMG. Dad came home from work, flipping out about his drink. Did he? What, what did he say? Well, maybe he'll learn then. He said it was orange soda with his medicine stuff he puts in for his cold. Me? No. There was literally alcohol in it. I took two sips to be sure. Did you tell him? Fiancé. That stuff tastes like alcohol. Absolutely not. I will never take that one to the grave because just wow. So what he's done is put malt vinegar in the dad's medicine, thinking it was alcohol, and the dad has gone and take a massive drink from it. Oh dear. Could you imagine? Could you even go home that day? I mean, drinking malt vinegar i mean that's uh <laughs> i'm not gonna lie so that's not for me I don't, I don't think it's for anyone oh could you imagine the shock that you're going to take some medicine and then all of a sudden just like tasting all that vinegar like you've had the, the most vinegary chip in the world but without the chip oh like honestly when you get a vinegary chip then it's, it's you know the worst thing is, though, you get a salty chip and you get a vinegary chip, but they're never at the same time. Oh, no. It's really never. annoying. Never at the same time. 
Okay, I'm going to move on to the poem. Now, so spoken word poetry is... Uh, it, it doesn't rhyme, always. But you kind of say it with rhythm, if that makes sense. Okay. So I'm kind of having to guess the rhythm. So I, we, we're just going to see how it goes. Um, okay. I'm just going to see it. And, okay, so let me know what you think after this, Matt. Mm-hmm. This one's entitled Absence. Absence does not make the heart grow fonder. Absence makes my heart break more and more by the day, not because of the absence of you, but the absence of the truth you have taken away from me. Like the way gravity takes the leaves from the trees in fall, leaving me a barren husk for all. All I'm left with is the nothing to comfort me the cold feeling where the empty space is more noticeable than what remains. Absent of love. Absent of truth. Absent of peace. Absence does not make the heart grow fonder. We're getting very English literature on the uh, Sound Antics podcast this week, so go on. We are, yes. Uh, did you think that was good? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Poetry is not really my, uh, my um, what's the word? Forte? Yeah, um, but it sounded nice. Mm, what did you think? Um, I think it hits hard, and I think the metaphors in there are really um, powerful. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a quite a hard-hitting one. Um, would you like to know the author? Go ahead. Sam Cropper. Sam Cropper. I've heard of that person. Is he the uh, the the CEO host of the world famous podcast, Sam Antics Podcast. He is indeed. Um, yeah, I I sat down at my laptop to do some just just some writing, as like everyone knows I do. Um, and I don't really know where this came from. It just kind of happened. But I was just sitting down to just type, and then I realised everything I was saying, I, it would make sense in a poem. Even though I don't, this is the first poem I've ever written in my life outside of school, I guess. Um, and yeah, I, I honestly don't know where it came from, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. I kind of got a bit... That was also the first time I've actually ever spoken it out loud. Um, hmm. Yeah. It's, power, it's powerful, but I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. You should. You know, being... Being creative, well, I mean, you know, there's being creative and there's, there's expressing, um, you know, there's expressing things that you yeah. need to through creative means. So, you know, I 100%. express my creativity through, um, f- through music and, yeah. and, you know, playing my piano and stuff like that. Um, whereas you tend to be more of the, you know, writing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I've, I've obviously written a few books now um Mm -hmm. and you know having that creativity just having like a creative um yeah it's just it's so rewarding yeah um and when you can use it to you know um get points across that you need to whether that be to yourself or to other people yeah um, it can be um, it can be a really really good thing. Yeah, and I think there's more unhealthy ways to express yourself, express what you're feeling and thinking. Um, 
you know, you see the people typing out abuse on someone's video on TikTok or someone's post on Facebook or posted a rant. I'd say they were unhealthy ways of expressing expressing feeling, whereas picking up a piano or not that well, you, you don't, pick you up don't, a piano, don't really but... pick up a piano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens to the piano is they uh, hang precariously over the edge of buildings and then drop on a cartoon character just on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yes, and, and writing or, you know, people out there that are writing songs and things, there are more destructive ways of expressing your emotions and your feelings. Whereas what we do, I feel, is quite a constructive way. Um, yeah. And when it comes to needing to express them, after, like you can't have all your emotions bottled up, so you need to express them in some way. Like I always, I always think back that, like, if I didn't have my creative means at the, the okay. time, uh, I think honestly, like music and like my whole creative like being, like I, my um, first part of my novel I wrote. Like, I did that at the height of being really bad the second time around. And that's where all, like, all the, that's where all the emotion makes sense because you can then take that and put it into a creative, you know, you know, you know like when you're at school and, like, in English, you do, like, creative writing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. was almost, like, the best way for me to do creative writing was to feel all different emotions I was at the time. Yeah, that's it. Um, and direct them into one string, one string of words. So one day I look forward to actually finishing my novel series because we're currently on book two of five. <laughs> <laughs> and you never know, it might be sat on a shelf next to apparently some poetry written by Sam Cropper. I was not expecting to do this, but maybe. Shall we, shall we open a Sam Antics bookstore? Yes, like we inspirational shall. quotes, and we can we can do um some antics notepads and pencils, <laughs> and, <laughs> like and t-shirts, like Waterstones, but some antics, and then we'll do like signing sessions and live <laughs> podcast recordings. Yes, absolute scenes. And we'd have to put a kids section, um, not for kids, just for us to play with the cool little um bench toys that they've got in there, you know, the table toys. Uh, I want Playmobil, I want Lego, I want yes. Bernard's watch on the TV, <laughs> I want all of that. We're going to call it Retro Station. And that is all we've got time for this week, guys. Oh. I know, I know, and I'm sorry to all those guys, gals and non-binary pals we have out there, but it is time to... Don't end. forget the Polar Pals. And the Polar Pals, and the Polar I mean, they're probably encompassed within the... Anyway. So, if you have not had enough of Sam Antics yet, you can get some little extra content. And Madai, how can we do that? You can visit our Instagram, which is at Sam Antics. You can also visit our TikTok, which, funnily enough, is at Sam Antics. Or you can send us an email, if you like, to samantixpodcast at gmail.com. Indeed. And all that is left to say is, we'll chat to you guys next week. Chat to you guys next week. Oh, my voice. <laughs> <laughs>